Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Chase. And on today's episode, we have Nigel Sims. Nigel is the Director of Urban Ministries at Youth for Christ of Northern Indiana. Today is basically just a spotlight on what City Life is doing. And then also we're going to get a cool story of a time when Nigel was starstruck. Thanks for joining us. Here we go. Get up. Get up. So Chase, we're we're back again. Like this is becoming a weekly thing. We should have like a song, like tag team back again, like that. You know, check it to wreck it. You really you know it all? Begin. Know. Oh, is that, that it? Is. Yeah. Yes. See, it took me a every, second. Every episode with tag team back yeah, again. We can have a sing along. Anybody listening can sing along. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna sing. Ah, too bad. So we'll just play the the music. <laughs> so anyway, Chase, we uh, we've been talking to some of our staff about. Um, specific things related to Youth for Christ and how we practice ministry. We've talked about relational ministry and what that looks like through the context of Three Story. And we've talked about, uh, we had Liz Adams in to talk about campus life. And now we've got Nigel Sims coming to talk a little bit about city life. Yeah. So two interesting things about Nigel I want to point out first. First of all, Nigel is the first one to ever bring blueberries into oh, the man. studio. You got to get your B12 in. <laughs> yeah. Get your yeah. B12. The so, second uh, thing. He I, hasn't offered to share, I don't think. He, has did, he? he did. He did. Okay. He offered me anyways. Right. He must not like you. The other thing is you actually, <laughs> Nigel, you had the opportunity to meet the president of the United States at one point in your life, right? You want to uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yes. This, this actually was um, President Obama at the time. That's the first time. I Normally, I don't get starstruck. I, I, yeah. I met a, a few, uh, I guess you call it celebrities before. But as I was uh, touring the White House, um, yeah, so the Secret Service says, hey, you guys want to meet someone special? <laughs> and believe it or not, one person says, no, nah, I'm good, and left. Oh, what? So, <laughs> and that person wasn't you. Yeah, what well, person was not me. So then, you know, walk around the corner, and uh, there he was, and also the two little little dogs, or Bo and whatever the other dog name was, but... He asked me. He asked me a question. He's like, uh, "Where are you from?" Like, uh, 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 he said, "What's your name?" Uh, Nigel. And he just pats me my shoulder, like, you know, move along. Like, you look pretty, pretty nervous. You lost your chance. Yep. That's awesome. So you're the now the current city life director. Actually, my position now is the urban ministry director of YFC. Oh, for sure. So okay. Yeah, good. So I guess when did you first get in law in in law in love in love? When did you fall in love? Love with <laughs> urban ministries. Oh, and I fall in love. <laughs> As, so uh, how I got involved? Involved yeah, that's with what uh, I was for, that's the word you were looking for. <laughs> okay, yep. Actually, we were at the um, the rally. This is probably five years ago. A guy named Michael Jr. was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rally is a, is a fundraising event, right? Yes. Okay. Yep, uh-huh. yep. Um, so uh, so someone's telling me about the rallies. Actually, his name was Andy Binkley. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go to, to the rally because he told me it's free cheesecake. Hey, and I was like, hey, yeah. anytime yeah. there's free food. I'm there. Mm-hmm. So uh, then And Andy's bigger than you. Yeah. So whatever Andy says. Yeah, Andy's like 6'5", uh, 300 pounds of muscle, so <laughs> felt pretty intimidated. Uh-huh. So I uh, went to the rally, heard Michael Jr., and not to get too spiritual, but this is like a true story. So I'm listening to Michael Jr., he's telling jokes, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm laughing and enjoying my cheesecake, I'm having the time of my life, and all of a sudden, God uh, grabs my heart and told me, I want you part of this mission. 
Very cool. And you've worked your way. Did you serve as a, a volunteer ministry leader yes. initially, and yes, then now serving? Yep. Yeah, and now serving as kind of the director, as you said, of urban ministries. Yeah, I got tripped um, into it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> well, we're glad to have you there. Yes. You're you're in a good spot. Um, good leader for for that ministry. So, um, you know, urban ministries. We've got different components of yes, it. Yes. Um, so yeah. we want to talk specifically about city life because I think that's the one that. Um, you know, across northern Indiana, where we have a presence, it's primarily campus life sites. Right. We have a few city life sites, and that's growing mm-hmm. uh, with your under your leadership. So, tell us a little bit specifically about city life. Give us a like maybe a one minute summary of what city life is. Oh man, I love doing this. So, <laughs> city life it, it first it focuses on under resourced neighborhoods. Mm. So, what do we mean by under resourced? Um, Actually, here in Fort Wayne, the unemployment rate in the southeast, mainly 46806, that zip code makes, makes up most of urban Fort Wayne. So I'm going to use the statistics from there. So um, unemployment rate there is around 18%. Hmm. Uh, the national average is around 4%. Um, the uninsured rate is around 30%. Um, can't remember what the national average, but it's a lot lower than 30%. Um, we actually have a high infant mortality rate hmm. among African Americans in southeast uh, Fort Wayne. Um so we also, I just discovered, I was just uh, in a meeting with Parkview, and they were sharing me just not infant mortality rate, but also mothers that give birth, uh, they're dying at a high rate too, mm. especially among oh, wow. uh, African-American women. So, so that's what we mean, mean by under-resourced uh, neighborhoods. Um, so City Life has the, the privilege of meeting those needs through a holistic model. That's one thing I love about Jesus. He didn't just see your spiritual need. Mm-hmm. He saw the physical need as well. So. Yeah. Um, so through basic health and safety, financial literacy, educational success, spiritual moral literacy, and civic literacy is how we um, uh, surround uh, under, under-resourced neighborhoods. So I, I think one of the, the difference we're, we're seeing between city life and campus life, campus life is more focused on a specific school. And where you're saying with city life, you're focused more on a neighborhood. neighborhood yes, correct. Yep, yep. So you have a large army of volunteer oh, yeah. ministry leaders. I, you know, I had the privilege of being there uh, for one of your city life clubs last Monday night and just kind oh, of yeah. experiencing some of your ministry leaders in action. Yeah. And that's just a piece of yeah. what you do as you kind of explain, you've got this holistic model that yeah. that programming is just a, the tip of the iceberg of what mm-hmm. you guys do. Um, so what are some ways currently that you have volunteer ministry leaders plugged in serving at the 46807 City Life Center and maybe in some other places in the city? Man, we have over, I think, 40 uh, ministry leaders of volunteers uh, serving at our 07 Center. And they're the, the most um, like amazing volunteers in the world. They're faithful. They're consistent. They're just, they always show up. And what I love most about them, they're willing to dive in into the trenches and just, just give it their all mm-hmm. every time they show up. And I really appreciate that. So the different ways they 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 do show up is uh, through club. Um, sometimes one will speak, one will lead a game, one will lead a small group, or some of them just kind of shy, but they just sit with kids and be with kids, which is the most important uh, thing. Sure. Um, also, we do something called special opportunities. So these are these small groups. So we have sewing, uh, we have art, we have fitness, we have uh, what else? We have. Um, Mine's cooking classes. Mm. We have so much. We're trying to think about it all. Uh, someone help us lead our indigenous leadership group. Um, so, yeah, there's some, some of the opportunities there. But most amazing thing, we have something called family meal. So mm. Monday through Thursday, we sit down, and there's like 
10 round tables, 10 chairs at each table. There's at least two adult leaders per table, and we were able to sit down and eat together and just dialogue and have conversation. It's something about gathering around the table and just enjoying a meal together. For sure. Yeah, and, you know, I love that about it's kind of it preceded you but you've carried it on this idea that we're all family yes, uh, yeah. at, at the City Life Center. And I love I love that. And the, the family meal really just encourages that. It's yes. kind of an idea that YFC camp ministry follows too, because mm-hmm. a lot of times kids don't get to sit down at the table with their family right. to eat. What an amazing piece of your ministry that you've got volunteers jumping into to help lead and be part of some of that discussion. And major props to uh, Amy Binkley. She's... Um the one that really recruits our volunteers for us because mm-hmm. you can never tell her no. This is, this is actually, I mentioned Andy early. This is uh, his uh, better half, Amy, who uh-huh. may not be as physically strong as him, but mentally. Just uh, as intimidating, right? Oh, man. Oh, man. She's the one that got me here. Yeah. So you yeah. talked about the Army and building the Army, and especially with, with Amy uh, recruiting. Um, you're obviously always wanting to grow your Army more. What are maybe some ways that you could still use help, or what are some, some gaps or holes you're hoping to fill uh, in, within the urban ministry? Yes. Um, I mean, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, so we have about from 70 to 100 kids that come through our center uh, daily. And so we started something called, you know, special ops. So small groups have men up, leading ladies, cooking, all these good things. And we first did it, you know, high school teenagers, like, you know, we just want to play basketball and video games and we don't want to do something intentional all the time. Uh But it was, but we did intentionally. So we were like, okay, we know we're going to, you know, lose a few students, but we want to invest in the kids' uh, leadership abilities, the ones that want to be here. Um, So we thought we would drop down to, you know, 20, 30 kids. Mm Mm-hmm. But now we're at like 50, 60. Mm, wow. Wanted to stay and say, I want mm-hmm. to take advantage of these special opportunities. So now uh, one cooking class, one uh, man up group, one sewing group is now we have to dupl- duplicate it to two groups. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's what we want to continue to do what we're doing. But we need more uh, ministry leaders to help um, fill that need because our capacity is increasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a cool opportunity. What a cool problem to have, to have more students wanting to engage than you even expected. Yes. That's cool. Um, Nigel, what encouragement would you offer to ministry leaders who are serving either at the Your City Life Center in 07 in Fort Mm -hmm. Wayne or 06 or even just north of us in Auburn, Indiana, or other City Life sites that may be listening to this across our region? What encouragement would you offer volunteer leaders who are serving in places like that? That's a great question. Um, all three of us are, you know, in the trenches. Mm-hmm. So I know for me personally, at times, as you keep pouring and keep pouring and, and investing, and it sometimes is uh, somewhat frustrating when you, when you don't see that increase. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, man, like, when are we going to see that 180? Like, we've been at this for a long time. Mm-hmm. But one scripture that encourages me is that this is Paul was talking here and saying, you can sow, right? You can water some water mm-hmm. and some plants, yeah. but God gives the increase. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been so, so vital for me as I uh, do ministry. And I uh, always encourage my ministry leaders to keep pouring, keep sowing, mm-hmm. keep planting, keep watering. And God's going to give the increase. Nigel, thanks so much for joining us. I know we'll definitely have you on again soon, talking more about the vision of your, your urban ministries. But um, just really good insight. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you, guys. Get up. Get up, get up, get up, oh.
Hey guys, Brian here. Just wanted to take an opportunity to tell you about a couple things that we are pretty excited about. Number one, we have a website for this podcast. It's theministryleaderpodcast.com. At that website, you will find all of our show notes, including resources that we discuss on the show on any episode that we have, and how to follow any of our guests on social media. Also, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And if you do so, the advantage is that you will get each new episode downloaded directly to your device every Monday morning when it's released. And finally, the thing that I am really excited about is that we have the Ministry Leader Conference coming up on January 26th in Fort Wayne, Indiana. If you live close by in the Great Lakes region and you serve with Youth for Christ in any of our ministry models, the Ministry Leader Conference is for you. Please check it out. Talk to your site director for information on how to register. And we hope to see you at the Ministry Leader Conference on January 26th. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Ministry Leader Podcast.